Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Inner Consciousness. This is your host, Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. And tonight, my special guest who will be here with me all night long co-hosting is Brother Gary Walter. Uh, Walker. <laughs> Gary, are you there? I am here, Brother Harvey. How are you? I am excellent, excellent. Had a little technical difficulty there. My music didn't start. I'm looking at the keyboard, and it's saying it's playing, but I didn't hear anything. So I figured I'd just go ahead and jump in, and let's get this show started. Let's get it started in here. Gary, you know, tonight we're going to be talking about the secret to finding real love. And it's interesting. Everybody seems to be looking for real love, a deep, lasting love. And and there's all kinds of, you know, theories and practices and things that you can do. But the secret, well, we're going to give that away tonight. And there's several of us that's on here, and we're going to talk about what the secret is. But I want to start off by first talking about the war that's on love right now. And most people don't understand or even know that there is a war on love, yet we see it all the time in many different ways. You know, so I want to first just give a brief. The war on love looks like this. You know, Gary, on one side, we've got the supreme leader, the almighty, and God represents love. God is synonymous with real love, unconditional, true love. But then you have the opposite of love. And most people think that the opposite of love is hate. It's not. The opposite of love is fear. There's only two primary emotions, love and fear. Fear sponsors hate. And hate is so arrogant, so conceited, that hate tells everybody, I am the number one enemy of love. And fear likes that. Because it takes the focus off of fear. Go ahead. Have your way, hate. Do what you must do. Do your thing. And so does what hate does. But hate has two other generals that runs this army with them. You know, you've got division. And division is interesting because division is like in charge of the special forces. We don't even see division coming. And when we do, we accept it as a part of the norm. It's just natural to say, I'm a man, she's a woman. But that's already dividing ourselves. It's just natural to say, you know, one person's black, one person's white, one person's short, one person's tall. You know, we do the division. This is blue, that's purple. You know, so we do division as a way of life. But we don't think about how dangerous it can be. We don't think about it, especially when it interferes in our relationships. Gary, have you ever been in a relationship with a woman and it seemed like it was a power struggle between the two of you oh that's a great question and it's got a great answer have i ever (laughs) every love relationship ever every love relationship has been like a power struggle (laughs) and see that's That's, the that's been my experience Yeah, that's okay. That's been a lot of our experiences, men and female, men and women alike, because that is what division does. That's why it runs the special forces in the war on love. You see, when we get into a relationship, we forget some very important things. 
We forget it because we came into this world, we got into a body, and the day we got into a body, the doctor said, this is a boy. This boy was born in Baltimore. This boy is an African-American. This boy is this, that, and the other. He started dividing you up and separating you from everybody else right there on the spot. And it, it happens to all of us. And so what we forgot is that there's only one of us. What we forgot is that we are not this physical body that we're in. What we forgot is that God is energy, and we are energy. And energetically speaking, there's no gender. There's no race. None of that. You know. There's so no in the separation. world of the absolute, in the realm where God exists, there is no division. But even in this realm, though we need division, because if we didn't have positive and negative, this universe would fall apart. So you need that tension and that force. There's a way of balancing male and female energies. There's a way of balancing positive and negative. And when you're in a relationship and you have this power struggle, that means there's no balance of that energy. That's the war on love that division does. And so then there's this other guy. We've all heard of him, greed. Everybody knows about greed. Greed gets in there and it's all mine, 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 mine. You can't have none of it. And that shows up in a lot of relationships, too, and not just in the sense of, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I've dated this girl. She was a gold digger. Nah, that's not the kind of greed I'm talking about, but there is a place for that. But I'm talking about greed in the sense of you want your way all the time. See, we don't think of that as being greedy, but it is. Because in the relationship, you know, I'm not going to say compromise because I hate that word, but there's a meeting of the minds, and we must meet in the middle of the field. We must shake hands. We must negotiate on things. It can't be your way all the time. You can't be right all the time. And no matter how much you think you are, you're not. You never will be. You know? And so if you want a solid relationship, you've got to let these three things go. You've got to let go of some hate, some greed, and some division. And so I want to talk about how a lot of that came into our lives. You see, there's a such thing as called temple mentality. And it's interesting how this works. When Jesus walked the earth, Christianity had not been birthed yet. Christianity came much, much later after Jesus was gone. Jesus spoke from a point of spirituality. He, he spoke truths that people of the day did their best to understand. But you also had organized religions during that time. And the religions was about control. There was a temple mentality, you see, and so the religions talked about certain rituals, certain things that you had to do in order to get in heaven. Jesus, his messages, if you break it all down to the simplest, comes down to what would Jesus do or what would love do? What would love do in any given situation? Gary, ask yourself, what would love do? And we find a lot of religious people who feel more guilty about missing a Sunday in church than they do about the way they treat people. They'll walk past a homeless person and won't even say hi, let alone give them anything. But if they're not doing something in church, if they're not showing up for a church function or they missed a certain day at church, they feel like, oh, Lord, I'm so wrong. Forgive me, Father. Okay, how about how you treated another person? How about if you understood that that person is you? 
that that person is spiritually connected to you. And when you snub that person, there's a part of you being snubbed. You know, a lot of these young people out here running around who are carrying guns and taking lives, they don't realize every time you kill a person, you kill a part of yourself. So when we get invested in temple mentality, which most of us have because it's how we grew up, we learn a whole lot of wonderful things, but we also learn some rituals. And it has an effect on us because temple mentality can take you away from finding the path to true spiritual freedom. And if you want to have a really good love, and I'm talking a good love where both people feel fully empowered. And that's not to say you can't get it through the church because it's happened. But times are changing and people are different. And people have a different way of expressing themselves. They have a different need, Gary. People need to express themselves in a different way and Hey, judge not lest ye be judged, you know? So you must find somebody whose freak work with your freak. You must find somebody whose intellect work with your intellect. You must find somebody who vibes the same way you vibe. And it's hard to do that when you're coming from a, a position where you're judging things based on an unreal standard. The proof of it should yes. be... Any given situation, what would love do? What does love look like? Gary, have you ever been with someone, a woman who you really, really, really cared about, and y'all had a really nasty, disgusting argument? I mean, just all out. Y'all did everything but throw furniture at each other. Some <laughs> words slipped out of your mouth that you really didn't mean, but that was just where you were pushed to. And she said some things to you that you pray to God she didn't mean because they cut you deep. Have you ever been there? Oh, absolutely. You know, when those when those kinds of things happen, we really, uh, if we stop, and usually we don't stop until sometime later, when we stop and, and, and we evaluate what we said and we realize that some of those things that came out of our mouths we really didn't mean, we realize at that point how divided we are from within mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because we are we are we are we are talking, uh, uh, and and we and we're talking deep and heartfelt at the at those times when we are hurling those insults and 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 flings and arrows at at, at mm-hmm. our loved one. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're talking deep from within ourselves, but we don't realize the schism that is within us that was mm-hmm. there from as you said from the time that we that we were birthed. And we come into a body, and we start being told who we are from mm-hmm. from from sources from sources who were told who they were from sources mm-hmm. who were told they were, and nobody really having that understanding right. of, of of who and what we are. Um, right, right. We're taught to we're taught to divide everything, you know, even yep. down and even down to the peas from the from the mashed potatoes. Okay, yep, so yep. every day before you go down there, because I'm going to let you have a whole segment on that, but I just want to yes, get sir. back to this because we've all been there with that kind of relationship. And the problem is that often we think that this is it, that this is in, this is over. You know, I done said some things, she done said some things, we can't take this back. You know, and from there, we become stubborn. We get in our ways. And what we really want to do is say, I'm sorry, but we don't know how to. Because the ego won't let us say, I'm sorry. And instead of going to the place of what would love do, 
many of us even feel like, well, the love is gone. Because if the other person loved me, they wouldn't have said or did what they did. And you know what? The love isn't gone. Somebody's got to step up. You know, because true love is true love. It, no matter what you do or say, I may not like your actions, but if I love you, then I still love you. I may no longer want to be with you. I may find that it is impossible for who I am right now to stay in this relationship with you. But that don't mean I don't love you. And see, that's what we forget. We don't understand what would love do. And that's what we've gotten away from. We have a temple mentality of life. There's a ritual. If you love me, then you would do this. Why do I have to do the tiki dance to show you I love you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do I have to do all that to show you I love you? If I love you, I love you, and nothing you can do can change that because I love you. Now, I may not be able to bear to be in a room with you anymore, but I still love you. And if I love you, I can find a way to be civil because I know I only need to do it for a couple minutes, and I'm going to separate myself. And, and so uh, first, the first thing I want people to start to understand, when we're talking about finding that real love, you've got to define for yourself what is love. You've got to understand that the idea that because someone did you wrong doesn't mean that you can't love them. You don't like the action that they did. You may not even want to be with them anymore, and that's okay. Because some relationships you shouldn't be in. But if you really love that person the way you once said you did, then that feeling shouldn't go away. What happened, happened. Love is different from like. Likes was based on what you want, your needs being met. Love is something that's felt deep within your spirit. I didn't say in your heart. I said in your spirit. Gary, I'm going to go ahead and go to a commercial break. And when I come back, I want you to pick up with talking about Divided Within because I like where you were going. We'll be right back after this message. Break the cycle of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, friendly, and rewarding. The Limu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9 to 5 grind, if you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleach7 at verizon.net. I'll see you at the top. All right, and we're back with Brother Gary Walker and myself, Harvey L. Bailey, and we're talking about the secret to finding real love. Now, Gary, talk to us about being divided within. You were going somewhere with that. Yes, I was going somewhere, and I will continue going there, but I'm going to take just <laughs> a pause. Uh, because when we, we, we're talking about love, you know, one, one of the things is, you know, uh, you, love is one of those words that's used an awful lot for an awful lot of different things. I, mm-hmm. I looked on, online there, and I, and I 
perform one online dictionary, and there were some 28 definitions and uses of the word love. So I just want to lay out what I'm talking about when I'm talking about love um, as opposed to this, this, this dividedness that we have. So, mm-hmm. so I, I call love a, the, the, the active presence of God's own spirit that creates, that nurtures, that sustains, that, that, that maintains all things and evolves them to their state of perfection. So God is love, and so and so what God is is perfect, and so all of God's mm-hmm. creation is moving towards perfection, and and yes. that's the and that's the part that I'm the part that I'm talking about. Now, getting back to uh, this divisiveness, this divisiveness that we have within ourselves that 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 shows up. Sometimes it it may seem like it's it's a completely different being. Um, as as an individual, now, when we come to a relationship with another individual, wow! So now, now we've got we've got four people in the room masquerading as hmm. two. Um, How about that? And, and 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 so and so we oftentimes are uh, are in a conversation with somebody that we didn't know was necessarily in the room, and then we all have those times when we are just. Out of tune, uh, out of tune with ourselves, out of tune with you know. Uh, break it down, break it down to something simple. You know, something we all have to do. We've all got to eat, um, and 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 sometimes we've all said, well, you know, um, I just don't know what I want. Okay, and uh, if you if if you take if you take love as being as, as being something that we are um, uh, designed. To 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 evolve into um, knowing what we want is 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 real paramount to getting it. And mm-hmm. um, it, when you when you don't know what you want as an individual, and then you're gotten with another individual who is uh, pretty much raised like you. Of course, you know there are differences between the way men and women are socialized. However. Um, the deck is stacked on whatever side of the game that you're playing. So guys think, oh, that's just the way women do it. And women think, oh, that's just the way men do it, you know, um, thinking that their way is better. Yeah. We wind up, we wind up oftentimes, we wind up oftentimes being at such great conflict that we we don't even know how to express what it is that we want. So there is the, there is the there is the the, the 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 problem in a great many relationships of not knowing what we want, and then the whole other thing of even if we know what we want, do we know how to ask for it? And so and so a lot of times we're walking around uh, uh, pouting because our so-called partner didn't read our minds and, and, and provide us with the outcome that we wanted without having that there having to been any communication uh, with regard to it. So being divided, 
being a part of uh, what we have termed ourselves as dual individuals, um, and we really don't know that that we have done that to ourselves. We really don't know that we've called ourselves more than one more than one thing. We don't know that we are not the unified being that we are. Right. Okay. So, so everybody's conflict begins as a personal conflict. And we need to be able to identify the fact that, listen, uh, if I am, if I, if I want to be in this relationship, with another individual, I first have to recognize my own shortcomings, mm. my own shortcomings, and then recognize that, as you said, um, as you said, uh, what would love do? Love is, to me, synonymous with light, and love is mm-hmm. synonymous with life. And the one thing that we know about life is that it always moves towards more or greater expression of itself. And so, and so, in that time, in that argument that you that you that you you talked about, where we hurl hurl those words, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. we really need to move ourselves away from what. Whatever is unlike light, whatever is unlike love, and move towards a greater expression of that love. If that means, if that means, as you said, the greatest expression is I need to be away from this situation at this at this moment in time. Then that will have to be the way that expression goes. But we also have to recognize that the doing of a thing is the last expression. So we have we have thoughts and we have feelings and we have to keep our our thoughts in the in the atmosphere of the light and the love. If we can keep our thoughts there, most often if you Thinking good thoughts, you're going to feel good feelings. Mm-hmm. Most often, if you're feeling good feelings, you are able to communicate that through what you do, not just with your significant other, but throughout your existence, throughout your day, your, 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 uh, your interaction with your environment. And so as you are focus your intention on that light, on that life, on that love, it's a lot easier to recognize the the, the breaks, you know, when, you, when your humanness shows up, as our humanness <laughs> was, is wont to do at various and sundry times. Mm-hmm. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. So, Gary, let me ask you this. Because you know we're talking about finding finding that that real real love, and you've been telling us about the vision. So what if I am so 
disconnected from who I am that I can't see myself. I am completely illusioned. You know, I think that greatness begins and ends with me. My stuff don't stink. I can't do no wrong. And so every relationship I'm in, it's always somebody else's fault. If I get in trouble on a job, it's their fault. You know, if I get in, if I have a problem with a woman, it's her fault. Everything is somebody else's fault. I am so removed from being conscious of my own actions. How do I get to a point where I can even recognize the division in me? Prayer. <laughs> um, <laughs> because because that because that brother or that sister right there is going to find a, a very very difficult way a difficult time. In, in overcoming anything because how can they? Because they are responsible for nothing. They are victims of everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if you are the victim, you have no control. In other words, you know, if if you if you thinking you're 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 so much it, then you you're going to you're going to need someone to, to, to help you to realize how powerless you have made yourself and perhaps um, feeling, you know, so highly of yourself, perhaps you may want to at that point, you know, begin some self-study. But you're not going to find, um, you, you're not going to find a lasting relationship when everything is someone else's fault. Um, you know, people would say many times uh, in coming up, and you know, we we get our. Uh, understanding of ourselves through through the environment that we're in and and the beliefs mm-hmm. in the environment uh, mm-hmm. that we're in, um, and they used to say, well, you know, relationship or or, or, or marriage, you know, is fifty fifty. Well, um, that's that's some shaky logic there because if the, <laughs> if, if we're starting out, at 50/50, I agree with you. If, if we're starting out at fifty fifty. And I, I, I'm just a little tired today, and I've only, I've only got 48 to give. Well, mm-hmm. what happens to our relationship? So the other person got to pick up too. Well, then I'm tired. The other person's tired too. You know what I mean? And they've been, and they, and they've been actually giving 51 the whole time. You, you know. Then there's one and left so, on the so, table. <laughs> so we've got to really take that hundred. That hundred percent, that hundred percent responsibility yes. for 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 relationships, and that really and Gary, requires I love that, that you somebody said that, knows I actually something. Teach that, yeah, I actually teach yeah. that in my relationship coaching that both parties have to take a one hundred percent responsibility, and what that means is sometimes you got to understand your partner's only like you said forty eight, but even that's generous because sometimes they only going to give twenty, and you got to right. lean. To make up the rest, you know, but this is a relationship, and the truth of the matter is, what do you really want out of the relationship? You got to put something in it, and sometimes you got to put extra in it. You know, sometimes it's it's about are we in this for the long haul? If we're in this for the long haul, then when you drop down to 20, I'll pick up the extra 80 and carry you. You got to know there's going to be a day when I might be at 10, and you might have to bring 90. Are you willing to do that? And if both people are willing to give, like you said, 100%, that's what happened. You know, I might be unemployed for a minute, and when I'm unemployed, I need you to hold me down. And 
as a man, I need you to not step on my super sensitive, over delicate ego. Because exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know, you talk about me when I ain't got a job. That's one of the worst things you can do, you know. And when you don't have a job, I might have to carry you. Or when something's wrong, maybe when you lose a family member, I need to give up all the little stuff that I want to do, like go and play basketball, or you know, it's my week to hang with the fellas. Fellas, I ain't got time for y'all. You know, I got to be a exactly. comforter. My woman needs me. Now, I got to step up, and I got to hold you down. And everything that you can't do around the house or take care of the kids, I got to take care of you and them. And I should be happy to do that because and that's giving exactly 100%. Right. That's yeah. exactly right. Being, be, being there such that love itself can continue to expand, continue to be a greater fuller expression of itself. And, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, well, I talk about the love expressing itself. You know, uh, it, it, it can only express itself as what it is. And, and, and everyone knows love when it's being expressed. Even the mm. person who is, who is the hardcore, you know, love don't love nobody. Takes a fool to learn that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but you gotta but you but you but you gotta know that when they see it going by, you know, oh wow, well okay, well, well that ain't for me. So so you know, there still ain't no real love. You know, even even if you just acknowledge it. But the point the point that that I would excuse me, Mm -hmm. a little cold going here. And mm-hmm. uh, the the point that I would like to make is that as we understand ourselves, as we as we are willing to learn about ourselves, you know, the understanding is is, is hard one, but the willingness you have to proceed has to proceed the understanding. You got to be under willingness to 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 to, to look at the, the the skid marks in your drawers. Okay, you know you got you got to realize you got to realize that your stuff does stink, okay, and um, you know you got to be willing to 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 want to to understand that, that those processes, and 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 be willing to 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 make some adjustments as you as you go along, you know uh you know there, there's a lot of you know at, at my age growing up you know there was a lot of self-made men, okay. But those self-made, those. No, no, no. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> we got something there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those, <laughs> this, this, uh, yeah there are uh, a lot of those self, a lot of those self-made men wound up, wound, wound up by themselves. So, so we really got to We really got to uh we got to learn as, as, as partners to we get yes we got to we got to learn as partners to embrace the uh the other half we got to uh, of ourselves and our partners yeah absolutely and you know it's interesting because it's actually in the word partner you know yeah. what I mean? If yeah. we are partners, then we're supposed to work together. 
Yes. And that's what we don't have a whole lot of that happens today. How are we partners when we're working against each other? That would yeah, make we're us all working towards Yeah, we're all working towards a separate agenda. You know, we're working right. towards a separate a separate uh, 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 a level of fulfillment. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, even even down to the down to the uh, the sexual expression. You, you 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 know I got mine. Okay, wait, you what you ain't right. get yours? Yeah, you, right. You, you know, well, maybe tomorrow. Uh, so it's it's we've really got to work for each other. You know, we've got to work through each other. We've got to work with each other. And again, I I I am not forgetting to remind the listener that I'm talking about both as an individual, okay, because you know you, 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 you've got your you've got your divine energy and you've got your human energy. And 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 although we are blended into the one body, you know, it takes us in different directions at different times. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. so so if 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 that's if that's true within me and then, uh, uh, you know, actually, no one really socialized me to learn how to be a partner to someone else. Um, you know, it's just that you got a certain age and you start seeing people doing, you know, other things. Oh, so now, you know, he goes on dates. So, so now he's at this age, and, and so now, you know, uh, you you, you, you got to stop going on a lot of dates and, and, and narrow it down and, and, and get serious, and then after a while mm-hmm. you got to get married, then you got to have children, then you got to, you know, so we do these things kind of based upon, you know, some established <laughs> traditions and um, not so much as as uh, as a result of personal growth um that and so is sometimes true. and so sometimes and you talk about have I ever experienced so sometimes we wind up with the personal growth after having done the things that we were supposed to have grown into so <laughs> well that's better, usually how it works than never but yeah right right and Gary thank you for that man but we got to go to a commercial and when we come back, we're going to move into our next segment. We're going to have Miss Stacy Lamore, and she's going to talk to us about loving ourselves.
Gary, we are back, and we are going to keep this train rolling along, man. I love the things that you were saying because you really, really put your finger on the pulse of what's going on out there, you know, talking about love and explaining it in a way that we typically don't hear about it. So I love that. And so now we're going to bring in Miss Stacy Lamore. Stacy, are you there? I am here, Harvey. How are you? I am great. How are you? I am great. Thank you very much. Hey, I got to apologize ahead of time. Uh Can you hear me? I I got to apologize ahead of time. Good, good. I'm with my daughter, my two little girls. And so you may hear, and, you know, the listeners may hear a little background (laughs) background noise. (laughs) One of them is getting their hair done and, and... the other one is keeping herself occupied, making a lot of noise, my two-year-old. So please forgive me in advance, okay? No problem. I understand what it's like. And, you know, that just shows the strength and the love. You know, there's nothing like that from a mother. you got to do what you got to do. But here you are multitasking. You're on the air. You're about to talk. And at the same time, you're there with your girls getting their hair done and everything else. I tell you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> so, No problem. 
So, Stacey, you're going to share with us about loving yourself, but doing it from a perspective of how you take care of yourself as far as nutrition and health. Yeah. Absolutely. How important is that? It's everything. You know, how healthy you are is pretty much symbolic of how your life will be lived. You know, what's Mm. really great, and I love the topic of the conversation this night uh, that you and Gary discussed, but loving yourself is truly important, but it starts again with you, and it's a choice. It's a choice that has to be made by you. No one can do it for you. And so with the kind of life we live and how hectic it is these days, you've got to choose to love yourself in order to, to bear the burdens and the challenges and the everyday obstacles we face. And the only way we can really do that is by choosing to love yourself. Wow. And, and you know, I, that that is really interesting. But I can just hear the listening audience saying, you know, I do love myself. What does what I eat or exercising have to do with it? But I, I want to turn it back over to you, but I can remember the first time I ever connected loving myself with exercising. Now, I've exercised off and on most of my life, you know, Combat arms in the mm-hmm. military. Before that, I was an amateur boxing uh, boxer. Before that, I studied martial arts. So I've always pretty much stayed fit, you know. But I remember it was in the early 2000s, and I was in a church in Northern California, you know, with my ex-wife. And the pastor there was a round mm-hmm. fellow. You know, he, he reminded me a lot of... of um, Cedric the Entertainer, <laughs> but he was a round wow. fellow with a lot of energy. And the guy, one Sunday we were there, he, he got down off the podium, came down from the stage, and, you know, he's down there on the floor, and he's talking about he's starting a workout regimen. He's starting a fitness routine, you know, and he's like, how can he be a man of God when he his body, you know, epitomizes gluttony? And that's not what it's like. Mm. He was saying that your body is your temple. It's like we are here in a church, but you're also in your body, and your body is a temple. And if you're not honoring your body, you're not showing true love to yourself. And that was shocking to me because I'd never heard it put that way. I'd never thought of it like that. So what do you think about that? I mean, taking care of your body, is that showing true love? Because what if I just naturally have a nice body? Should I still exercise? Should I still work it out? Or what if I think, you know, I love myself, but I don't want to exercise? I don't feel a need to do that. Yeah, you know, and that's I think that's part of the struggle, too. It is absolutely necessary, no matter how fit or, of course, unfit you are. Exercise is of the utmost importance. And just for those that don't know who I am, um, I'm a nurse. that ha- I have a background in uh, the emergency room, the operating room, you know, wings in the, in the hospital, the ho- different hospital floors. I've worked urgent care. I've been out on the field visiting patients, checking on um, our staff and, and the nursing agency just to make sure they're doing their job. And I've even managed a, a team of 19 community health workers in the state mm-hmm. of Maryland to make sure they were addressing the Medicare, Medicaid needs of the population for the insurance company I was working for. So what I've noticed is those who are truly taking care of themselves mm-hmm. understand that it starts from what they eat. That is the very beginning. And, and truly, you've got to understand not only is it exercise, now definitely I'm 
talk about the importance of exercise, but number one, it starts from the very beginning. When we're all born, you know, most of us, if we we're blessed enough to, to, to be breastfed, that was the most healthy source of nutrition that we could receive. And so that's where it all begins. You've got to understand that in order for us to live long, to, to be at our healthiest, and to get a, just be at our most optimal health, we've got to recognize the best source of nutrition for our health. And it's always going to be nature's nutrition. And what we've failed to learn is that many of us, millions of us, have fallen to the convenience of snack foods, fast foods, Um, unhealthy eating, all of that. And what I've seen as a nurse is that has taken a toll, a huge toll, not only on the physical, uh, the physical of the individual, but the spiritual and the mental. Mm. That is so important. Imagine eating. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I think you were going where I was about to ask you. So, so go ahead. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine eating, and I've, you know, I, I've said it before, I'm a self-proclaimed sweetaholic. I just love, well, you know what, I used to. I used to love sugar. You put me in front of a cake, I will challenge you and eat it all myself in an hour. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, as good as it was, I felt horrible afterwards. Not only did I beat myself up for that, that's one thing that we are all capable of doing is beating ourselves up for the things we've done mm-hmm. wrong. But but physically, you know, uh, biologically, you feel horrible. You feel absolutely horrible. So how can you truly love yourself when physically and mentally and spiritually you don't even feel that you deserve the love? And that begins wow. with what we're putting in our mouth. And many people don't right, don't um, see the relationship, but it, there's a huge relationship there. And so once, people, you know, when, once my friends and my family and anyone that I'm speaking to, even my clients, once I explain to them that there's a difference between how good food, healthy food makes you feel and how bad food makes you feel, there's an understanding that you have a choice to either get healthier or to stay in the position you're in, but it's a choice. And that, that's pretty much, you know, levels down to choosing to love yourself. And it's a hard wow. decision because most of us don't understand that choosing to love yourself is not just saying, I love me. It, it goes way deep, way, way deep. Yeah. Treating your body as that temple, just as you and Gary discussed. Wow. And so, so two things come up as I'm listening to you. Um, the first one, which I was going to ask you, I thought you were going there, but you, you didn't. You detoured on me. But I'm going to pick that the second thing that I want to ask you now because that's the okay. bigger of the two questions. But the first one is it's a statement and then a question. I remember some years ago, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody, and I think they may have seen something in a movie or whatever, but, you know, they were talking about getting high, right? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. the person said to me, you know, they used to get high, but they don't mess with that anymore. It's, It's poison, you know, and they feel like getting high, you might as well just take a gun and put it to your head because you're killing yourself slowly. So if you're going to yeah. do it, don't BS, don't punk out, just man <laughs> up, was what he said, but I'm going to make it generic, man or woman up, right. and go ahead and kill yourself right. fast. Get it done with, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so he was talking about, you know, it, it's the same as if you're jumping off a building. 
You know, it's going to take mm-hmm. you a little while to get down there. So that's what happens yeah. when you take drugs because it's tearing you apart. And I'm like, okay, Absolutely. you know. So I, I guess you, you, you agree with that. You feel what he was saying oh, about that. yeah, absolutely. I just I, I think up uh, two two illnesses that is huge in the mm-hmm. in the population, mostly the African American population, but uh, two two diseases: high blood pressure and diabetes. Mm. You don't just develop that in a day. You don't develop that in a few weeks. That's developed over time. If you think about it, high blood pressure, or many know as hypertension. Is mm-hmm. the is the, the basically the the uh, excuse me I'm I'm looking at my daughter about to throw something out the window but it's the <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the pressure your arteries are under to get that blood flow through so if you imagine a straw you're drinking through a straw that mm-hmm. um, that's in a cup of water over time let's say you keep for some reason I don't know who would do this but you're drinking oil through that straw. Over time, okay. that oil is going to start to stick to the walls of the inside of that straw, and it will eventually get to the point where there's so much pressure trying to, with the effort trying to get that oil through the straw, that it's going to break down those arteries, and eventually, just there, there's no hope. There's just no hope. So that's what happens with high blood pressure: eating fatty foods, mm-hmm. eating eating salty foods. Eating all of those things that are that are just um, the foods that have toxins and preservatives, all of those things that are out there that are tearing up our arteries, that's causing high blood pressure over time. So you're literally mm. killing yourself. You're killing your temple over time. And many people don't don't think that some chips here, you know, a piece of cake there, or some fried food here and there is too bad. But truly, you're starting down a road of of just bad health. And it shows up when I see these patients in the hospital. They don't understand how they got there. Oh, it's genetic. You know, my parents had high blood pressure, yeah. so I'm going to have it. Well, you know what? That it's, it's, you increase your That's risk of told. developing high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You increase your risk because it's genetically, you know, you, you have parents or siblings that had it, but it's a choice to develop it. You don't have to get it. You don't have to have mm. high blood pressure. It's because you're probably eating the same thing your parents ate, which is why you developed that high blood pressure. So it's a choice in what you put, your, what you put in your mouth. Same thing with diabetes, type 2 specifically. Type 2 diabetes, the reason why people develop type 2 diabetes is because those cells are being blocked by sugar and fat that has accumulated over the years. So what happens is those, well, they're, I'm not going to get too complicated, but those beta cells, that produce insulin, mm-hmm. they are not the, the pancreas that produces the insulin that has those beta cells in there. They're not able to produce that insulin as effectively as they could before because they are not able to get the insulin inside the cell. So basically, the insulin is a key to get glucose into the cells. The glucose is what powers our bodies to move and to, to, to get the energy to do what we need to do. Now, over time, okay. all that fat starts to block those cells from opening up, block the insulin from opening or blocks the insulin from opening up those cells to get that glucose in because it's blocked by fat and sugar. Now, that doesn't have to happen, and that's why people are becoming insulin resistant 
because they cannot get that sugar in because it's blocked wow. by fat. It's blocked by all the fat and all the food that has tons of toxins in it that people have a choice to put in their mouth. It's a choice. So, yes, you increase your risk, and over time, you increase your risk by eating the wrong things, but, again, it's your choice. You increase your risk if your parents had it or if your brothers had it, but, again, you've got to watch what you eat, and that goes back to treating your body like a temple, treating your body like a temple. And since you say that, that takes me back to my original question, which I put last or second, should I say, in this case. (laughs) <laughs> when you said earlier about it has an effect on you spiritually, how mm. does what we eat and how does exercise affect us spiritually? You know, because, I, mm-hmm. again, I don't know if the listening audience heard it, but I'm sure they want to know, too, because we think, like you were just talking about food, and I'm going to tell you, I've been adjusting my eating habits for a couple years, and it's so much better than it used to be, but it's still not where mm-hmm. it should be. You know, you talk about mm-hmm. being a junk food junkie. I grew up very, very poor on food stamps, mm-hmm. and if you've been on mm-hmm. food stamps, you know that they tend to run out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. yep, I do. would stack up on junk food. I would hide candy in the house to get me mm-hmm. through that last week when there was almost no food in the house. You know, now uh-huh. luckily I'm a, I'm a generous soul, so I would share with my sister because I didn't want her to be right. hungry. But still, I would, and this was a monthly thing, so I was a junk food junkie. And, and so now to hear, you know, this doesn't just affect your, your temple. I, I get that. I'm connected with that. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it having an effect on your spirit because that's powerful. Oh, yeah. It is powerful. And, you know, the spirit and the body are definitely linked. They're absolutely linked. And so what you do to your body has an impact on your spirit, you know, just like with exercise. Whatever you do or don't do has an impact on your spirit. What you do, when you take in the wrong kind of foods, Mm -hmm. when you take in the wrong kind of activity, it has Mm -hmm. an impact on your spirit. It's a direct link. You know, just just as when we exercise, when we eat the right thing, our heart is pumping either joyfully or sadly. That same heart is linked spiritually to how we feel. So we start to feel as if we're abusing ourselves. You know, the wrong, the wrong way to eat or the lack of exercise makes us feel like we're worthless, like we don't deserve to live, like we don't deserve to, wow. uh, to, to receive the best of the best, that we're, we're just, you know, we only deserve to get what's affordable. We only deserve to, to get what those who don't work hard enough or don't eat the best do or don't, you know, whatever it may be, we don't deserve that kind of life. So it affects your mental, it affects your spirit. And again, you've got to have a connection. It's your faith is important. You've got so, to have faith. Let me ask you this. Um, because I, I'm loving what you're saying, but it takes me back to being in that church in Northern California mm. and that guy, you know, the pastor there. Mm-hmm. If we look at a lot of what we see in the churches, there's a lot of good food coming through there, a lot of soul food, <laughs> particularly in our community, a lot of soul right. food coming through there. There's a lot mm-hmm. of out-of-shape bodies there. And more often than not, the person up there that's preaching the message, our connection to the Most High 
is even out of shape. And, and so now you're saying that that eating affects your spirit. So if we are true spiritual warriors, how does this work when we go to church and everybody there, sister so-and-so and deacon this and that, and, you know, they getting their grub on with some serious chicken and some greens mm. and, oh, man, that's right, some ham with some pineapples <laughs> on it and, you know, sweet potato pies, and I'm getting hungry. So let me move on. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are we really seeing there? What's, what's really the message there? Yeah, yeah. You know what? And that the message, yeah, you're right. What we're what the message and I think back to that, that movie, um oh gosh, I can't even remember. How can I forget? The Boys to Men made that song Mama for that movie. Every Sunday they would have dinner. I just, I forgot the name of that movie. But um, it brings me back to um that scene. Every Sunday families would have dinner, they'd do the fish the fish fry, and everyone's mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, what are they gonna what are they gonna bring? What are they gonna make for for the meal, who's going to bring the fried chicken, you know, all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. what it is is that's what was taught. That's what's been right. learned over the years. That's what was taught. And so not enough people are sharing with their family and friends and people in the church that this is healthy eating. And I hear it in different uh, in different churches. I've even seen it so in social media, there's there's a bigger movement happening now to involve churches for healthier for for health, helping the parishioners have a healthier lifestyle. But it wasn't something that was always out there. I think because you know there's such a, a movement now to help people become healthier, to bring down you know the cancer rate is so high now, high blood pressure, all of these chronic illnesses. It's 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 at its peak. There probably is no peak truly. Mm. But there is, <laughs> sadly It'll enough, get as high as Big Pharmaceutical wants it to get, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. More That's money, more money, get. more money. <laughs> and it's shameful as it is, but that's what was taught in the community. This is what good living is. You have money. You buy whatever you want. You eat it how you want it, and you're happy. You know, most people associate eating good food, eating, you know, comfort foods, eating those foods that, mm-hmm. you know, some people just couldn't afford over the years and being able to mm-hmm. eat that now, that's good living. I'm living a good life. Right. But Which is why know, it's, it's shocking it's, to hear you say that it has an effect on your spirit. On your spirit cuz yeah. you know, I know what you just said. That's good living. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's good living, but you know what? It's so not because God did not intend for us to eat like that. Okay, God. I don't think God fried had uh, Moses and the, and the team fried chicken back in the day. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure of that. I just don't. <laughs> I don't think so. So I don't think that all of the foods that we're eating was <laughs> were, were the basis for the dinner table back then. Back then, back then, we were so much stronger. We were a healthier people. We ate from what was in the ground. We ate naturally. We ate what we grew. You know, the meats that were available back in the day, they were not pumped with steroids. They were not filled with mm-hmm. fat. They were not given antibiotics. That kind of food, and, and let's move on to exercise, the kind of movement they made. They tilled the ground. They traveled days. They exercised. The kind of living our people did many thousands of years ago, that's what God intended. Now, we've, had, we've been blessed with many miracles, the miracle, you know, 
uh, light, being able to see, being able to drive, many conveniences that have been developed over the years, you know, for for us, for for mankind. It's a blessing. But what has happened is that conven- those conveniences have turned um, into a death sentence in our food. You know, everyone's conveniently wow. finding something to eat at the fast food um, restaurant. Everyone's conveniently finding snacks to eat at home that are filled with cholesterol, um, you know, uh, dyes that are killing our children, uh, preservatives that are causing neural disease and bladder tumors. You know, all of these convenience foods have been linked to the deaths that are occurring, and not only that, increasing diabetes and high blood pressure. So what most people wow. don't understand is that living of eating fats and eating, you know, the fried chicken and the 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 green the collard greens soaked with you know, pork fat, whatever the case may be. You know, the macaroni and cheese filled with cheese and oil and, you know, there are always options, healthier options when we make our food. And I'm not saying that mac and cheese is bad. It's not. I love it. It's a favorite in our home. But I think we've got to learn on how to prepare our meals so that we are truly feeding our temple and not killing our temple. And it's linked because that food will definitely cause us to feel spiritually less than and lost. You just you know how you feel when you eat something bad. You don't feel good. No one really wants to pray right. when they feel bad. They just want to sulk and cry. No That's one really right. wants to Stacey, do good when they feel bad. Stacy, thank you for being on today. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. You know, it's oh, been an wow. eye-opener to me, and I hope it's been an eye-opener to all of you that's out there listening. Mm-hmm. And because, Absolutely. really, we need to get ourselves together. And, wow, <laughs> that is shocking. <laughs> but, Stacy, thank you very much. We're going to move on. Absolutely. This is actually our next segment is a continuation of this one. Brian, are you there? Awesome. Brian? I am Harvey. I'm sorry. I'm I'm absolutely right here, and I'm loving everything that Stacy is talking about because it is. You were taking notes, weren't you? That's why you didn't get on. Without a doubt. (laughs) So, Brian, you're in the health industry as well, right? Tell us about what you do. Um, Well, first, let me let me say again. I couldn't have followed a better person than Stacy because of the information that she was sharing. And she's absolutely right in everything that she was talking about. And, you know, the, the bottom line is there is no way for, for us to get all of us being every individual to be able to get all of the nutrition that they need out of the foods that we are eating because we've got so much stuff that's going on with processing and, and uh, pesticide spraying and all, all the way down to genetically modified organisms now. So, you know, what I'm going to talk about tonight, Harvey, is real simply this whole idea of how do you get the, the proper nutrition or how do you supplement your body's nutrition? Because if we're not able to get it from the food that we're eating, We've got to, there's got to be some kind of way of doing it, right? So, you know, again, I, I, I have to thank Stacy because it was the perfect setup to, to what I'd like to talk to everybody about. So, as I said, you know, it's virtually impossible to get all of your nu- nutritional requirements met through eating the foods of today, you know, and there's a number of reasons for that. We've got, there's so much processing of food that's going on. We've got pesticide spraying of nat- nat- natural vegetation 
all the way down to, as I said, the genetically modified organisms. Here's the deal. The government has literally said the grocery stores no longer need to let you know if a product has been genetically modified. So let me give you an example. And this, this, you know, one of the things I didn't want to do was was, kind of horrify your audience, but but there are some things that I think (laughs) need to be put out there. You know, so that so that everybody's aware of it. So here's one of them. A lot of people love tilapia. You know, they love that particular type of fish because of the the consistency of it, the taste, and all of that. Well, tilapia has been overfished, as are a number mm. of other species of fish. It's been overfished. So what they have literally started doing now is is tantamount to making fish. It's cloning a fish. That's a genetically modified organism. What they do is literally make them. There are farms, and it's also happening with salmon. And I know there's a lot of folks in your listening audience that love salmon. And the deal is you will not be able to go to your grocery store and no longer can you see on the label that that particular fish was genetically modified. The government has stripped that off. They have said, you know, we no longer need to do that. Now, of course, that's because you got all of the food lobbyists and, and everybody else out there that have put pressure on, on the government to, to take those labels off. So here's the deal. You know, when you look at all of these things that are going on, down to this genetic modification of food and, and, and organisms, you know, we really have to go back to something that Safety was talking about, but we've got to look at how do we make sure that our bodies are getting, you know, we, we see on a cereal box or you see on, on um, different types of food boxes, it says that it meets the recommended daily requirements of vitamins and nutrition, right? So mm-hmm. how, do, how do you make sure that you're getting the recommended vitamins, minerals, and nutrition that your body needs to function in its optimum state? When, when you look at, and I'm going to throw out another statistic, 70 to 80% of the food that is stocked in our grocery stores right now is illegal in other countries. Really? Just, you know, you, 70 to 80%? you got to take that in. You have to actually take that in. Yeah, 70 to 80% of the food that is stocked in our grocery stores right this minute. And you can, you know, for, for those people, there are going to be people that are on the line that are saying, let me get on Google real quick. Go to Google, type that in there, and you will see that, that I'm telling you absolutely the truth. I was floored when I found this out. And here's the deal. It's because of what I mentioned earlier, processing genetically modified organisms. Because when you, when you over-process food, you strip the food of its natural vitamins, minerals, and, and nutrients. So if we are, the, the food that we're eating today is not the food that our parents and grandparents ate. It just isn't. You know, when, when, if you were from North Carolina or Georgia and, and you, you were uh, from a, a farming area, that was the best food that you could possibly get because it's coming right out of the ground. Well, the ground is now very different, and the way it is farmed is very different in terms of the use of pesticides and, and, and the like. So when we look at this idea of, well, well, where do we get the vitamins and nutrients? Because, you know, when you look at it, your body is designed. Our bodies is, are, are designed literally to regulate themselves, and that's through the, 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 the foods that we eat, and Stacy touched on this a, a, a great deal 
you know, the foods that we eat should go to helping our body restore itself. And because it's not able to do that, we're not able to do that because of the, the, the way foods are processed, you know, you have to go a different route. So, you know, one of the things that, that I would like to, to, to talk about is how you actually can get the, the nutrients that you need, that your body needs, through nutritional supplementation. But let me hit you with another statistic. And I, I promised I wasn't going to – I promised myself when, when – uh, I talked to you about this, Harvey. I said, well, I'm not going to bombard people with a lot of statistics, but I think people need to know this information because a lot of times you hear it, but you hear it in a really fleeting way where it doesn't really stick. Let me give you another statistic, and this lines up specifically with something that Stacey talked about as well. If you remember the former Surgeon General, C. Everett Coop, Yep. He was a guy, you see him every now and then on a commercial, you know, he had the, the white beard that was, he had no mustache connected to it. It came from, uh, you know, the, the sideburns right down to his chin. But one of the things that he said several years ago, and this is, this is something that, that still holds true to, till today, 75% of the 2.5 million deaths that occur every year are a result of poor nutritional habits and choices. Wow. 75%. That is literally talking about how, just as Stacy talked about, how, how we're, we're literally, in some cases, eating ourselves to death because of the poor choices. You've got to look at it. Look at McDonald's. Look at what McDonald's will serve. They'll serve a, a, a sugar drink and, and, you know, the, the Cokes and, and Sprite and, and, don't get me wrong, you know, I have, I have one every now and then, but I've, I've, I've moved away from them, and I'll talk about that a little bit later and to tell you what I've moved to. But, you know, they, they serve that drink where you could, you could get a 12-ounce for, you know, for a, a, a particular price, or you could get the 32-ounce for 10 cents more. Mm-hmm. Now, what are people going, especially, you know, mothers and, and fathers that are running their kids through McDonald's, what are they going to opt for? Well, right away, we look at that 10 cents more. We're like, well, we're going to get, you know, 20 more ounces for 10 cents. I better go ahead and spend the money there. So, so now we're pouring this sugar into a child that, that doesn't need that much sugar anyway. And, you know, we always talk about kids and their sugar highs and the sugar rush. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, when, when it's, when it's literally, you know, 35, 45 grams of sugar in a, you know, a 16-ounce drink, and you're giving them, you know, double that, yeah, you can expect right. that it's going to spike, you know, their activity. But more importantly, it's having a negative effect over time on their health. It's going to drive up their, their fat. It's going to, to cause them to be overweight at some time, at some point, if that's not put in check. So, you know, when we look at, the way we eat, we've got to really rein it in and look at more, more specifically, are we eating because we're, we're, we're trying to make sure that our body gets what it needs in, in order to regulate itself? Or Gary? Um, Brian? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. You disappeared for a minute there, Brian. Okay. I'm sorry. So, yeah, the, the, the idea is, are folks eating because they like the taste, because it's sweet and, you know, it makes you want to eat much more than you need, or are we eating to satisfy 
the, the nutritional requirements of our body. So, so let me move a little bit further on. And, and with that as a backdrop, you know, the question becomes, you know, basically, how do you get the vitamins, the minerals and nutrients that your body requires to function at its optimum state? That's the bottom line. So the answer to that is through nut- nutritional supplementation, which, you know, it, it, it's, it's designed for, and more importantly, getting something, if you're going to get nutritional supplementation, getting something that is designed specifically for you. You know, most people will go to a GNC or they'll go to a vitamin shop or they'll go to a place like that and they'll say, here's the issue that I'm having. Help me, uh, you know, tell me about a, a supplement that I can take that's going to help me with these, these particular issues that I'm having. Now, you've got to remember, the folks that they're talking to in those stores are probably not nutritionists. You know, that's somebody that, that works there. It could be a college student that's working there part-time, has no idea about nutrition, but they know what people have told them. So they send you to get the things that, that they've been told that people should get, and they, they say, yeah, well, the, you need to get this particular product. You know, Harvey, one of the things that, that I've been blessed with is I've been blessed to partner with a company that actually solved that problem where you can actually get your nutritional supplementation designed specifically for you in a cost-effective manner. It is, it's unbelievable. And I'm going to tell you, this, this particular company is going to literally, I believe, I honestly believe, it's my personal belief, that in the next three to five years, GNC stores, vitamin shops, and the like will be put out of business. Because think about it. Why would you go somewhere that everybody else is going to get the exact same thing and we're all different? We are all different. We're made up different. You can look around and look at people and you can see the differences externally. Some people are tall. Some people are short. Some people are heavier. Mm -hmm. Some people are thinner. You know, some people are um, uh, Caucasian. Some people are African-American. Some are Asian. I mean, we're very, very different externally. Well, the, the deal is we're just as different internally. That's why some people have, uh, you know, suffer with uh, problems of obesity when, when others don't. Some people suffer with high blood pressure and others don't. You know, you can look at within a, a family and you can almost tell who is going to suffer with what has been historically the issue for that family, whether it be obesity, obesity hypertension, you know, whatever. You can look at people and you can and almost make a good bet that there are going to be other individuals that, that you can point to that will suffer from that. But the deal is a lot of that can be lim- eliminated by your choices of nutritional habits. Stacy talked about that, the foods that we eat. And if we're eating the wrong foods, then we've got to be able to write what's going on in our body in one way, shape, or form. And, and this whole idea of customized nutrition I honestly believe is going to be the, the, the way it's the wave of the future, you know, and I'm, I'm, as I said, I feel blessed to be a part of, of this company. We've got a movement that has taken place um, that is literally going to, it's going to sweep the nation. So let me tell you how well, that we've works. Got a few more, yeah, please. Cause we've got a few more minutes, but I want you to be able to get everything in. So go ahead and okay, tell us great. what's going on. There. Let, me, let me just tell you how this works. Um, And I'll I'll give you the name of the company. The name of the company is ID Life. ID Life, Individually Designed Life. And and the company offers a free 
health assessment. And I would, I would suggest everybody that's, that, that can hear my voice now, go to this website. Go to www.alifestyle.idlife.com. So once Could again, you repeat it. I sure will. www.alifestyle.idlife.com. You can go to that website, and when you get there, you'll see where you'll see a button that says "Take your free health assessment." This is a health assessment that literally that people can take. It's absolutely free. It takes about ten minutes to complete, and it is HIPAA compliant. HIPAA compliant means very simply no one ever will be able to see the information that you put in there other than you because it's going to be protected by a username and a password. You are the only person that can see it, um, and and you're the only person that can can do anything with it. But what happens is this this free assessment is going to tell you, uh, it's going to ask you a number of questions. As I said, it takes about 10 minutes to complete. It's going to ask you about um, your lifestyle. It's going to ask you about medication that you take. It's going to ask you what part of the country you live in, how much sunlight you get. It's going to, t- it literally takes you through an assessment that's very similar to questions a doctor would ask. And then it's going to roll that information over 8,000, more than 8,000 algorithms that basically have been designed by, you know, third-party research. So what the company has done is literally put this together so that anybody can go on there and get a 6 to 16-page um, uh, report based on their specific situation, based on their responses. And then what it will also do is it will create a customized nutrition plan for you that can actually be sent to you on a monthly basis. You can, you can actually take that plan and go to whatever store you would like and try to comp- uh, compare, you know, the, um, uh, the, the vitamins and nutrients that it's going to suggest for you and, and see if you can actually, because there will be a price there, of course, but you, you, you can see if you could beat the price. And I can almost guarantee that it would, it would cost you three times more to go somewhere else and do it. But here's the deal with it. You're going to be able to see all of the information that is done specifically for you and it's going to let you know when you need to take specific vitamins and nutrients. So here's a, here's a really important part. Most people take all of their vitamins in the, in the morning. They wake up, they have their coffee, they say, let me just take, you know, chug down these vitamins. And, and that's probably the worst thing that you could possibly do. And what our company does literally is it, it breaks them up based on what's known as chronobiology. Chronobiology really simply means your body is going to be able to better absorb vitamins and nutrients at different points in the day, during the, during the morning and during night. In other words, there are a lot of people that will take omega-3s, and they take them first thing in the morning. Well, omega-3s are better absorbed by your body between the hours of 6 p.m. and 1 a.m. And if you're taking them at any other time, what happens is they get a real quick tour you know, of your, your, your gestation, uh, uh, your, you know, your, your internal system, and they get eliminated before they really do any benefit for your body. So the bottom line is, you know, what, we're going, what our company is going to be able to do is provide you with specific customized nutrition for your situation, and it's going to give it to you and tell you in a strip pack, it's going to say, take this in the morning, take this in the evening. Now, with all of that said, 
you know, the, the, the bottom line to it is what we are trying to do is just make sure that people get the information that they need to ward off and Brian, a lot of you things. Got two minutes, we, we so get everything you need in those next two minutes, man. Okay, we want to be able to. We want to be able to give people the the information that they need in this customized nutrition that's going to help them with the, the situations that they're having. Whether it's you know uh, they're they're overeating, they're not sleeping well, they're they're having uh, a number of different types of medical issues. Nutrition has been proven to have impact on a lot of these things. Now, I can't say that it will cure any type of disease, but as Stacy talked about, the, the way you, you supplement your body through the foods that you eat, your body is going to react in, in ways that are going to be good or bad. Your customized nutrition, are going to be, it's going to be something that is done specifically for you. So let me give you the website one more time, and that's simply go to www.idlife. I'm sorry www.alifestyle.idlife.com. Take your free health assessment. And if there's anything that I can do, please give me a call. My number is 301-335-4534. And we also have room for other individuals that might be interested in in utilizing um, an opportunity to make a little bit of extra money. So, with that said, Harvey, I appreciate your time. <laughs> I hope the information was beneficial, and, uh, you know, I'd love to come back and talk further at any point in time. Well, Brian, don't go anywhere, man. Don't go anywhere. We're not over. You'll get another chance to talk at the end. But right now, we've got to go to a commercial, and then after that, we've got a segment with Vondria. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and Every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays, it's Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacey Moore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Cahet and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, 
It's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before. With Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle. Healing in mind, body, and soul. And you just heard me mention Vondria Walters from our Friday show, Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Well, she's joining me here tonight in the Inner Consciousness. Vondria, are you there? Yes, I am. Peace and blessings, family. Peace and blessings. How are you this How evening? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm excited about being on the show this evening, Harvey, and I want to thank you. It is an honor and pleasure to um, to be, um, you know, as a guest on the show this evening. Well, it's a pleasure for me to have you on here, and you are going to be talking about pampering yourself. But I'm yes. going to ask you right <laughs> out the gate, why right. is it important to pamper yourself? Why? Because, Harvey, we deserve it. And we're going to talk about... (laughs) We deserve it, okay? We deserve it. You know, I'm going to keep it real simple. You know, we deserve it. And um, and pleasure and pampering, it's our birthright. And, And we get away from claiming our birthright because of life. And so, the re, you know, you start off saying that, you know, there's a war on love, mm-hmm. and, and which is true. And it, it's a war on pleasure. It's a war on pampering. And I say that because, you know, we're so overly consumed with, um, with the media and images that don't, um, they don't support love. I mean, they, they show it in a very sexual and a hypersexual way, but we don't get into how to be intimate. Um, we don't have these conversations with, with our, with our children. Um, and we don't have these conversations with our beloved. And then, you know, we don't, we we get away from life because we're mothers, we're fathers, we're you know we're we're working and you know we're doing all these different things and we don't get in touch with ourselves. Okay, all right. Yeah. And so, what is getting in touch with ourselves? Because you know somebody out there right now thinking getting in touch with myself. I'm gonna do that about eleven <laughs> o'clock tonight, just before I go to sleep. So, yeah. what are you talking well, you know, about when you say get in touch with yourself? And, and that is that is definitely a way of of doing it. But you know, my thing, Harvey, is about getting present, getting present to to pleasure. Because again, we have so many different distractions in the world where we don't look up and and see the the sky and how the clouds are, you know, how they're moving or or observing nature in a way that, you know, we talked about, you know, we're different, but we're also a part of this creation. We're a part of each other, a part of a bigger picture. So, you know, again, getting present and getting in tune with, with that part. So, you know, um, what what I talk about, and what we talk about on love, sex, and nutrition is that, I, well, first let me just say this, is that 
my background and is I'm a certified holistic health coach and with the word holistic, that means the whole person. So I love how you put this show together, Harvey, because all the guests, you know, we talk on pieces on and then all and you know, and bring it all together of how to not compartmentalize our life because we're not fractions, but we're all whole mm-hmm. people. So addressing that and so with love, sex and nutrition that's what we do. You know, we talk about love, and and um, and I like what you said. You know, the opposite of love. We tend to think that the opposite of love is hate, but that's fear. And and I mm-hmm. love the way that you, you know, how you broke that down. Um, you know, and, and the things that we're afraid of. But you know, are we afraid of getting to know ourselves? And I mentioned, you know, being present. Oh, yes. And you know, we have all these different distractions you know, TV shows, reality shows, and, you know, we got to get in at a certain time or a certain night so we can watch a particular show. But are we are we giving ourselves that same type of priority when it comes to um, our health and well-being? Or are we neglecting it? And we see, you know, in our world and our society what happens when we neglect ourselves and, um, and when we aren't present. We're just living a, a mundane a mundane life and we're going with the flow and the current of things and you know before you know it you know you're up in age or whatever and you realize that life has passed you by so how do you make yourself a priority well I, I like what Stacy said is that you know calling into we are a temple and 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 connecting with that connecting, you know, really actualizing and connecting with who we are. And um, I like what you're saying, you know, about, you know, the the foods that we're eating and how it has a spiritual um, and not just a physical effect, but a spiritual effect on us. So what we want to do is, is that, again, you know, we have these senses. We have the sense of, of taste and touch and feel, feeling and and smelling and and what I talk about is engaging those senses. You know, we we have them for for a reason. And when we're able to really engage in those things, and I mentioned, you know, just looking and admiring, not people watching, <laughs> but but you know, but you know, watching the beauty of what is around us. Um, and, and and tapping into, you know, like we are a part of that, the, the ebb and flow of things. You know, I particularly like the water and going to the ocean, but I, I don't have access to that. So what I do is I enjoy my bath, and I take time, and I make myself a priority because, again, I'm a temple. I am, um, I am a, a, a reflection of something bigger, something greater, this beauty that I see. So in order to to be that and exude that, you know, I have, and this is what I personally do, is like I have to tap into that beauty within. So I use time to and to make myself a priority because I, I realize that I want to be here as long as possible and have a good quality of life as well. So I take this time now so – while I have it, 
and enjoy it. I enjoy, like I said, my baths where I'm able to, you know, I put my, my essential oils and, and I make myself a big deal because if we don't make ourselves a big deal, how can we expect anybody else to treat that us That is so like true. That? Yeah. that is so true. And, and you know, mm-hmm. earlier when Gary and I was talking, you know, we kind of covered that about, you know, loving yourself. You got to yeah. be a priority in your life. You know, you do. Again, what would love do? Love would not ask you to do to another what you won't first do to yourself. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, that, that thing of loving ourselves, you know, loving ourselves so much that our actions reflect that. And, and we have to, you know, we have to figure out, everybody is on their individual journey, and we have to figure out, you know, what does love look like for us? Yeah. And, and, you know, and what advice will we give to a loved one? If, if we knew a loved one was, you know, dealing with the things that we're dealing with and stressing and, you know, not having enough time or not making enough time, you know, for themselves, what advice will we give them? And would we follow that advice? So when you're talking and you, you think about that, you know, like what would I do? What would I tell my mother or my daughter or my son who's undergoing, you know, the same things that I'm going on? You would tell them, you know, you would give them some loving advice. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we give advice and we're actually talking back to ourselves. But what I'm asking your listening audience to do is to have that conversation with yourself. Okay. So, Bonnie, mm-hmm. let me ask you, mm-hmm. what is your mm-hmm. top ten ways to pamper yourself? What the top would you, ten ways? The top ten. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm, that's a good one. So thank you for that question. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> so one of the things that I had mentioned was being, being present um, and um, really just, being silent and listening to yourself and seeing what it is that you enjoy, what you don't like and what you do like, and not being afraid to explore that. Um, Another thing is being open-minded. You know, um, we talk about how, you know, we're, we're giving, 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 but we're not open to receive. And I'm talking about receiving a compliment, you know, receiving um, a, a gift, receiving laughter, you know. So being open to to receiving um, what what good it is that you are entitled to be um, and entitled to get. Um, another thing is is that, and Stacy have mentioned this is the foods that we eat. You know, being conscious of what we are eating because we are that. We are essentially, you know, that that saying, you know, you are what you eat. So when you're eating things that are dense and heavy and artificial, you know, and 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 as I think it was Brian who was saying, you know, in the grocery store, like seventy or I think you said seventy or seventy five. Seventy five to eighty percent. I'm still yeah. like, wow. I'm blown away yeah. by that. Seventy-five mm-hmm. to eighty percent. Yeah, yeah. And we wonder why, you know, we are seeing what we're seeing in the world, where people's emotions 
are running amok, you know, and they're yes. popping pills in order to to maintain that balance. Because again, you know, we're not we're not present to what's going on. We're just going, 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 and we're looking for you know that instant gratification. So we feel that you know we pop this pill or that convenience that Stacey was talking about. You know, going to the store, you know, getting something that you can pop in the microwave real quick. But how is that really a Affecting you as the being, as the manifestation of this bigger picture of God, of who we are on this earth, you know. And so when we're taking in all these artificial things, you know, who are we becoming artificially? So, you know, that that's something I'm, I'm saying is, you know, to remove yourself from that and tapping back into the um, into nature, and eating things that, um, and consuming things that um, that are a part of that, because essentially that's what we want to become. We want to become that that light. And the foods that you know, the fruits and vegetables that have these colors and and, and they're so vibrant, you know, they have these colors for a reason. Like they they play a role in our in our body and in you know in our in our energetic and chakra systems. You know, we can. You know that's another show, another conversation. But you know they all have a they all have enough an effect on us um, in that in that regard. So um, so eating and um, you, you asked for ten. So I'm like, I'm just, I've counted four uh, so far. I, I got yeah. you four. I'm putting you to task here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good because you know these are things that you know. Not I'm not just saying that to hear myself talk, but these are things that I incorporate in my lifestyle as well. And it's a lifestyle. Um, it's not a fad. It, it is it is part of my life. And one of the things is also surrounding yourself with people that are um that are aligned with where you want to be. So, again, you know, we talk okay. about, you know, what does love look like for you? But are the people in your circle, are are, are they supporting you in in, right. that, in this love journey and and, and raising up this, this love consciousness? You know, so it is important, you know, as kids, your parents will be like, you know, be careful of, you know, who your friends are. You know, you are the company that you keep. So, you know, think about that. You know, again, you know, what com- kind of conversations are you having with with people? Um, and when you're leaving that conversation, are you feeling drained? Are you feeling like they sucked the energy out of you? Or are you feeling vibrant? Are you feeling happy and joyful and, you know, and all those things? So that's um, something that's, that's really um, important to do is, again, you know, surrounding yourselves with, with, uh, with the people. And then also being cognizant of the things, of the energy that you're taking in. So not just the people, but the things that you're listening to. Because we're, we're, we're energy, we're vibration. So if you're surrounded, you know, by, you know, negative um, waves of energy that, that are vibrating and they create a voice, then, you know, that's going to have an adverse effect on you as well when, um, you know, when you're just around people that are negative because that energy, and if, have you ever been, you know, in a situation where you can just feel the heaviness? You don't even have to speak mm-hmm. to that person, but you can feel that heaviness. So, um, and mm-hmm. especially, you know, as women, we internalize that. And, you know, one of the things that I talk about, you know, as a sexual wellness coach, coach is that 
those things, they, um, like the illnesses that women have, um, and I talk about, you know, heart disease being one of the biggest killers for women and specifically black women. You know, and Stacey mentioned, you know, things don't just pop up. You know, heart disease, these things don't just happen. It is a cycle. It, it is, um, you know, things lead up to that. So, you know, things that from the foods that we're eating, from the energy that we're taking in from, you know, people and stuff, we're internalizing that and it's manifesting in our bodies some kind of way. So just, okay. just as it can manifest in an adverse way, it can manifest in a positive way. So, you know, we want to be we want to be light, and this, you know, and this all gets into you know how to pamper ourselves, how to pamper ourselves, you know, because all of these things play a part in how to create, you know, that that whole person, um, and so that we can navigate through the world, you know, more efficiently. So, what number are we on well, now? Fun. We're on. We, you've got five minutes to go, but you've got four right. more. All right, all right. <laughs> but, but since you got so but, much time, I just want to interrupt and say because I love what you were saying there. And uh-huh. earlier in that last one, you said something about what you take in, you know, like yeah. what you get from TV, the movies, and the music. And mm-hmm. there's a radio station. I know you're a little further south from where I am, so I don't know if you get the station or not. But there's a radio station. They play a commercial to promote the station. And in the commercial, mm-hmm. the guy say. I like my music nonviolent with little cursing. I'm like, I'm with you. <laughs> nonviolent with little cursing. That's how I like right. my music. If I can get no yes. cursing, that's even better. <laughs> but go yes. ahead. Give me number seven. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you don't you don't want those you don't want those curses to curse you. So that that, right. that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so um. And then another thing that we can do to to pamper ourselves is um, (laughs) now I am um, a a foodie, and I mentioned food, but one thing I also want to mention is water. And and this actually should have been, you know, one of the the, the first ones is, is water. And I say that is because we are fluid beings. We're not meant to be. Stagnant, you know, things are, are moving. And so by drinking water, and I'm not talking, you know, water with Kool-Aid and sodas and things like that, but if we're talking about, you know, who we want to be and, and loving ourselves, just loving ourselves so much that we're putting these good things, we're putting, we're surrounding ourselves around, you know, um, with, with good people and we're ingesting in things that are good for us. So water it was a just real quick. It was a, um, a a guy that did a study on it, and how you know how with saying certain things to the water and being those that our body is primarily mm-hmm. water, how again it can have yeah. an adverse effect and it can have a positive effect. So you know, just being cognizant of that, you know, we want to you know to to do that. We want to hydrate ourselves with you know with with the water. So that's the you know so, so you're getting some of the sexual wellness coach and we're getting some of the the holistic um part of it as well. But it all you know you see like it comes together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Dr. Yeah. Masuro Umoto. He did the uh, water study. You can actually yeah. see a little bit about it if anyone has ever seen the movie. Um mm. um Ah, 
<laughs> the name of the movie skips me right now with mm-hmm. the woman, uh, the deaf woman, really famous oh. actress. But well, Molly Matlin. Molly Matlin oh, is okay. in the movie. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to interrupt and you it, anymore. All right. <laughs> and, it, and, um, and another thing, because, you know, pamper ourselves, because we carry a lot of baggage. And, and we again, we want to be light. So one of the things that I suggest is forgiveness. We're holding on to things of the past, and we're bringing it with us. So that is causing a blockage in our pleasure. And so when we are able to come to a place in a space where we can let go of, you know, past hurts and past traumas, then that, you know, that opens us up to another realm, another lighter energetic feel. Again, and we talk about receiving things, so we'll be open to, you know, to receiving things because we're letting go of this of this baggage that has held us down in the past. So that's um, that's very important that we, you know, that we do that. And, you know, as, again, you know, speaking as, as a woman and, you know, we talk about, you know, receiving, you know, just like how we receive and you, the, the food that we make when we're receiving in a partner, you know, we have to be cognizant of what type of energy um, we're receiving in, you know, from that, from that partner as well. So um, that's another thing. And I think we're on 10 now, right? We are on 10 and you've got one minute. Meditation, meditation <laughs> is is another thing, um, and you know, and all these things come together. Um, and meditation also, you know, I mentioned about being present, but you know, the 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 meditation piece has helped me because that has helped me in my journey with forgiveness. It has um, helped me into really tapping into what it is. Who is Vondria? You know what what pleases me because sometimes we don't know what feels good to ourselves and I'm going to put another extra one in there but um okay. but the, but the you know the meditation piece is very important because again it just allows us an opportunity to really tap into who we are and and then the number 11 is touching ourselves touching getting to know our bodies and what pleases us when we touch ourselves because our skin is our biggest organ and you know how can we expect for a partner to to um to please us if we're not really sure of what pleases us as well all right and Thank you, thank you, thank you. That has been such a wonderful experience to go through that, to get your top ten ways of pampering yourself, to hear and learn so much. And I'm going to stay in my lane, but i got to say this. Your mm-hmm. voice sounds so wonderful and soothing. You know, it's just so nice, <laughs> sexy, and laid back. It's like I'm going to put a tape of it on and just go to sleep just listening to it. Bonjour, thank you. And right now, I am bringing everybody back. So those of you listening, if you have any questions for any of my guests, go ahead and press 1 on your phone dial, and everybody should be in right now. Gary, are you there? I am here. Stacy? I'm here. I'm here. Brian? streaming. (laughs) I'm right here. All right. So if you guys have any questions for each other or any of us, what do you have? What do you want to know? Anybody, any questions? Want to know anything about anything that we've heard tonight? Because the bottom line is what we found out is the secret to finding real love 
begins with you. That's what it's all about. And everything tonight was just breaking it down to make you see that it's really all about you. One, getting your mental game right by understanding that there is a war on love. And what we perceive love to be is not what love really is. So you need to define love. Being divided within yourself. Gary talked about, you know, the issues that we go through. But once you make that turn, you get around to really looking for love within instead of looking for it without, you can connect with yourself. And we heard all kinds of interesting things about food. Holy cow. (laughs) To find out that food affects your spirit. That we have been poisoning ourselves, not just our physical body, not just this vehicle that gets us around, but our spirit and our mind on top of that. No wonder so many people walking around angry, especially when you consider 75 to 80 percent of the food in your supermarket is no good. It would be illegal in other countries. You got to raise an eyebrow and wonder if there's some kind of conspiracy here to kill everybody. Because they're poisoning us, you know. And Brother Brian talked about, hey, you don't have to go out easily. We've got supplements that will help you, you know, because you can't get the nutrition that you want with what's out there. And then Vondria brought it home, talking about how to pamper yourself. So anyone got any questions? And, again, I put it out to my guest. Any of you have any questions, please feel free to speak up. Okay, no one's raising their hands on the phone, and no one here's got anything to say. So with that, we're going to go through, and I'm going to give everybody a chance to say a little bit about themselves and what they've got going on in the community that they would like everyone to know about. Bonnie, we're going to start with you. All right, thank you. Um, So Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, I do, or Z and I, we have a show on Fridays called Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and um, that's every Friday at 7.30, and um, we have guests on there um, talking about anything from reproductive health to orgasms to how to clear energy from past relationships. So, again, you know, taking the holistic approach to sexuality and then also, you know, making it fun and interactive, and, um, you know, we play music on air as well. You know, we like to set the mood. Um, and, again, to tantalize the, the senses and, uh, again, you know, talk about raising this love vibration and this consciousness, that's what we're all about. So I'm on social media on Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and that's on Facebook. And then on Twitter, I'm the Sexual Educator, and I'm on Instagram as um, Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and then if you want to get in touch with me, feel free to email me at lovesexandnutrition at gmail.com or you can give me a call at 202-306-3321 and um, we can, you know, we can continue the conversation. Or, you know, primarily I work with um, women that are undergoing different issues, reproductive issues, whether it be fibroids or PMS or wanting to deal with um, endometriosis, things like things like that. So um, what I do is I customize something specifically 
for them so that they can, first of all, be aware of alternative ways to, you know, dealing with these things and then also coming up with strategies on, you know, how to love themselves fully. So, again, um, thank you, Harvey, for inviting me on the show this evening. I had a really good time. Glad you could be here. And for everyone, she's here on the Family Healing Circle. So she told you the name of the show. She told you the time. It's right here tomorrow. Come right back here to the Family Healing Circle. All right. right. Brian, you're up. Great, Harvey. Uh, Well, first of all, let me just say thank you so much for this opportunity. It's been great to have the opportunity to hear from so many folks um, uh, around the idea of health and wellness. But I'm uh, on, on Saturday, I'll be at the D.C. Convention Center. Um, there is an expo that's taking place. I'll have a booth there. Please come through, look for ID Life, uh, and that will be me. And just let me know that you heard this, uh, heard this, uh, this uh, telecast, basically, and, and I'll have actually a free uh, uh, a giveaway prize for you. But um, we also have, for more information, we have a meeting that takes place every Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock, at Everlasting, the Everlasting Life Cafe that's located in Hyattsville. And you can find that information, um, you know, you can Google Everlasting Life Cafe. It'll give you all of the information that you need uh, in terms of directions. We also offer a webinar every Tuesday. Please feel free to give me a call for, all, for the login information. My number is 301-335-4534. And again, my website is www.alifestyle.idlife.com. So, Harvey, Thank once you, again, Brian. thanks so much for having me. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, my brother. And Stacy, you're up at bat. Hey, thank you. It's awesome to hear my brother Brian, also part of the IG Life movement. I am also a part of that movement. It's an awesome company. He's absolutely right. Our family lives on IG Live, and we were changed and better for it. So um, definitely you want to get a, get a hold of him and connect with him. What I, what I have going on, um, I also help others with um, getting their assessments and getting on supplementation. And I, I do more of, um, of a clinical uh, consulting with patients and family members. Um, most people, they would love for their doctors to come and visit them at home or they have those members of the family that are just not quite sure how to transition them from maybe a hospital stay home or um, they're just not sure they want to be in better health and they want to get off medication. They just want to live healthier. So I have a company called RN at Your Service and um, we do house calls and we help people pretty much learn to live a better, uh, better and healthier lifestyle. So it goes from young kids all the way up to um, our, our seasoned elderly, elderly family and we just help with medication and clearing the, clearing the pantry, um, looking at what the doctor has ordered for you and understanding how important your health is and um, what you're eating, you know, just living better. So I, I kind of help people understand what's foreign to them and give them to it, give them, give it to them in plain English. So uh, that's my company's name, RN at your service. I can be reached at StacyLamour at gmail.com. Um, and also, my phone number is 202-460-8656. Again, 202-460-8656. I help people get to the source of 
some of their issues. And I've got to give um, props to Brian for all that information on the food. And, you know, that's one of the hardest things is helping people understand the food in the grocery store is not the best quality. And um, Vonnie, that was amazing, talking about how we internalize the the um, the problems we have and the stress and the unforgiveness. That's big. So I just want to say that uh, this the show was awesome, and thank you for having me on it. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you very much. And Gary, my man, talk well, to you, brother. Thank you, thank you, Rev. I um, want to thank you for the opportunity. Um, and I just want to let folks know that I um, help people to identify imbalances in their life that uh, wind up expressing themselves, you know, in myriad and sundry ways. You know, it could be physical pain. It could be stress. It could be, you know, relationships or, or lack of performance in, a, in any areas, um, even where it happens to be with uh, energy or just not being happy. Um, I do this through a, through a system that I call the BEST Healing System, and BEST is an acronym, uh, and that acronym is uh, Bodies Energy Speaks Truth. And we use the science of kinesiology, muscle testing, um, to uh, determine what kinds of energies work well with what people. So it is, um, as some of the other guests have talked about, you know, the the uh, going, to a, going to a grocery store or going to a supplement store, attempting to get the same supplements that everybody else is using, you know, with the same instructions on the bottle, whether you are a 350-pound defensive lineman mm-hmm. Or whether you're a ballerina, they they got the same prescription for you, you know. It kind of defies you know any logic, but you know that's that's the one size fits all thing that we have. But in any case, I, I use kinesiology to uh, determine first first of all what imbalances that you have, and then secondly, um, what modalities would be uh, best for you to uh, to resolve those imbalances. And some of the modalities that I use may may be emotion code or body code, um, uh, emotional freedom technique. Uh, I do Qigong, uh, Touch for Health. Uh, several other modalities, uh, including uh, brainwave uh, entrainment and um, life activations. So we have we have a, a fairly broad uh, toolbox. And we use that toolbox to give precise information about the root causes Gary, of whatever. Gary, could you give them your information, how they can reach you? We've got sure, two absolutely. minutes before the top, before the show. Okay, okay, great. So here, so here's the here's the information. Uh, just just call me four ten four nine nine six five three seven. Okay, so we can move on. <laughs> well, repeat it one more time for them, please. Four ten. All right. Great. Thank you. I appreciate every single one of you for being here tonight. It was a pleasure to have you on to help you, for you to help me make this show to be a wonderful success. I am going to be giving an opportunity for someone to win a book. 
I am bringing into Baltimore the first certified Asian female co-active coach in the world. Best-selling author May Vu will be in Baltimore on June the 5th from 1 to 4 p.m. at 3602 West Rogers Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. And somebody will win a chance or will get a chance to win her book, The Divorce Mom's Guide to Dating, by texting me at 443-388-0356, the word Eros, or emailing it to me at theonethought at gmail.com, or if you're on Facebook, post it to my Facebook page, Eros, E-R-O-S. As always, what you've become is up to you. Now, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but if it's the game of life you want to win, you must take time to go within. Good night.